0: Calm down. Calm down a second. You're getting ex- excited, and that's not going to yeah,
1: help yeah. the situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Welcome back to the Level Up Crypto Show. Yeah. All right. Second time around here now. It's April 15th, 2021. It's uh, 8.53 on the West Coast. This is Episode 4. Once again, like I said, this is the Level Up Crypto Show. Uh, My goal is to be uh, entertaining and informative here, (laughs) so we'll see how it goes. Uh, I did record an episode a little while ago, but uh, I didn't really like it, so I'm going to start again. just wanted to uh, make sure everybody knows you can buy $1 in Bitcoin everybody and uh, my name is Ty and I hope to kind of tell you about it and we can kind of walk through it and you know understand it together. So hang on to your boots here. Here we go. Let's go explore some crypto. (laughs) There's lots to talk about. Yeah, okay. Well, today uh, on the show, I got got some cool stuff. I got Bitcoin news and a little opinion. Uh, I got a little Ethereum news and a little opinion there, too. I think everybody does. Uh, the Coinbase IPO came out this week. I wanted to talk about that. And then um, I wanted to also talk about uh, switching over to Bitcoin back debit cards or Bitcoin back credit cards or any way you can kind of get yourself kind of leveraged out of the dollar and kind of get into the bit Bitcoin hemisphere where, you know, your money, you know, that value that you put in there will actually maintain more than likely. I would have to say which is pretty scary compared to the dollar. You'd think the dollar would have a better way of maintaining its value, but you know, uh, when i'm when i'm having to pay $2.50 for a uh a loaf of bread that used to call me used to cost me $2, you know, just like a week ago. Then yeah, no, i would rather just, you know, if i got the extra money, buy that bitcoin, stash it. Anyway, got on a sidetrack there, but i want to talk about bitcoin back uh debit cards and credit cards. It's pretty interesting stuff. Uh let's see. Let's, you know what we can do here? Let's go ahead. <laughs> go to the Bitcoin price. Let's look it up. What do we got? What do we got? Do <laughs> you, Oh, what's that?
2: What's it? at? your lips. <laughs> So um,
1: sixty three thousand twenty one dollars I think that's a pretty good price right there. We're holding above the sixty two thousand nine hundred <laughs> we're holding above there's a a line in the sand for bitcoin it seems like you know it's pretty much the the all time high that it used to be the the previous all time high a 62 or 61 or whatever it was. So as long as it doesn't go down below uh, that, it's going to be pretty interesting though. So we did, uh, looking at the chart here, we did have an all-time high, a 64, 899, and we're down to 62, 9. So, I mean, it's, it's literally only 2,000, uh not very much off so i think bitcoin's doing good it's looking you know especially looking at it just from a week ago it was at 57 and struggling you know at 57 so i think we didn't we did some good work here uh in the last uh month as far as consolidation And i think that really helped so anyway, let's go on. Uh, I got a MM Crypto clip here. Let's go ahead and listen to him for a little bit. He's talking about Ethereum, and that's one of my subjects here. Let's see what he says.
3: Do you remember how I was talking about the candles for Ethereum measured in...
1: Make sure you subscribe to MM Crypto on YouTube channel, because he's obviously... I get a lot of knowledge from this guy. He He knows his charts and pretty much everything I know as far as charts go is uh, from just watching him show me.
3: Bitcoin and we broke out out of this symmetrical triangle. It's not a perfect one, but it's like converging trend lines, right? We broke out on the monthly and I up- published a, an extremely, extremely bullish video why Bitcoin Ethereum was around the 1000 US dollar levels. And I told you I'm significantly scaling into Ethereum right now. This is me- measured in Bitcoin. Remember that Bitcoin went up severely as well during that time period. If we are going over to the weekly candles, you can see that so, um, I, I published the video here, we went up afterwards, everything fine, then Ethereum went down against Bitcoin and people said, Chris, you are wrong, you are wrong. No, guys, look at this. We got, and this is the most important thing, we got the bounce. At the previous resistance which is now turning into support and this is a monthly trend ethereum is it doesn't look like it so far but i am telling you highest likelihood is ethereum is turning extremely bullish here measured in bitcoin right now and if we are breaking above this one the question is what is the price target and this is guys this is the reason why you are sticking here until the very end of the video. The most important stuff is coming in the very end of Gigantic. the video. Gigantic. Thank you so guys. much for sticking until the end. Look at this price target, guys. It's measuring from May 2017. Let me take it out again. It's gone from May 2017. And if I'm pulling it from the top to the bottom, then you can see, Ah, oh, come on. Then you can see the price target is insane. I want to I wanna show it to you guys. You would not believe it if I wouldn't tell you here and if I wouldn't measure it. The measured move price target would bring us 500, approximately 520% towards the upside measured in Bitcoin. And now consider, guys, wait a second. Now consider that um, Bitcoin is probably going up as well. We are talking about a price target of at least... Ten thousand us dollars for ethereum let me know what you think about that guys and this is personally what i'm looking out for for ethereum i am still bullish on ethereum this is that's incredible 3.4 million us dollars in a profit over on Bitcoin.
1: so yeah man what uh what do you guys think about that he he, he mentioned i'm curious too like i'd i've seen some wild stuff in the last uh, couple weeks with altcoins, you know non-bitcoin related stuff and man it it this the gains coming out of the altcoins you guys i mean i know i'm hoping i'm talking to just kind of the newer people and people just learning about it because obviously the the people that have been doing this a while i think they've seen this before but i have never seen anything like this in my life you guys it's just the most incredible moment And maybe it's just a fad, like a lot of people say, but I just cannot see it being a fad. It is the most remarkable thing I've ever seen. Doge coin, the meme coin that's got no usage or value, uh, no utility, (laughs) it's infinite supply, so there's no capped supply. It really shouldn't be worth anything. It's literally just a token that, you know, they just wanted to, I mean, it's incredible, you guys. It was worth less than a cent, less than a penny. Now is trading for almost 30 cents. And it went up, so in the last week, in seven days, it went up 270%. Uh, so if you would have, <laughs> it's just incredible. And it, like I said, uh, compared to you know Ethereum or Bitcoin, it doesn't really have any function other than just being something silly that people buy and probably chuckle to themselves when they you know they buy 30 bucks worth or 40 bucks worth but uh you know it's a cool way i've noticed what i've noticed is it's interesting to me that it's almost a foot in the door for a lot of the people that are a little hesitant on buying bitcoin for some reason they don't feel ba- that bad buying a really cheap coin like uh dogecoin and I think that's what it is: is uh, people just kind of look at Dogecoin and they're like, "Well, it's really cheap. I can buy a bunch of it, so I'll just buy a bunch of that." You know, not knowing that you can pretty much you can buy as you know little or as as much as a Bitcoin as you want. You can buy ten dollars in Bitcoin. But uh, anyway, it just cracks me up. So that was that was a pretty interesting clip. I have to say that to what do you, I mean ten thousand for Ethereum. Oh, man. I mean, I don't know what that means. If that means that, you know, I don't see Bitcoin going four times, you know, that easily. For some reason, though, I do see Ethereum going to five or even more, maybe seven or eight thousand dollars a coin. I think just because it's used so much, but I don't know how that's going to work with. Gas fees and everything like that, because the more expensive Ethereum becomes, the more expensive the fees become if I'm not mistaken on uh, you know buying your uh, NFTs or whatever. And if anybody's wondering there that's a non-fungible token, pretty interesting stuff. you can it's basically a, a digitized asset that is uh, specific. And um, cataloged and labeled and owned by one wallet. Uh, there can there can be others. Let me turn this off. There can be others uh, with the same uh, product, but uh, as far as it being in the in your wallet, it's the only one in your wallet. The only one you know. It's unique which is, I I think I kind of like the NFTs. I've tried to get into them a couple times, but I can't uh, seem to be quick enough on the draw, and I don't really want to spend a ton of money on one of these things. But uh, all right, so I'm going to go to my subjects here, guys. So go ahead and hold on here.
3: This is a technology, it's a computing language, and I can build an app on it. Is Bitcoin the
0: currency of the future?
2: Crypto gang, it's the game, big gang, all gang, light gang, cash gang, blockchain. Whoa, I don't really ever buy stocks, man. Haters want to say I'm in a bubble, man. Chew them up like
1: bubblegum. Well, yeah, I pretty much talked a lot about uh, Bitcoin news and opinion there just a second ago, so I, I don't know if I really need to get back too much into it, but. I had a little conversation with. It was just a text conversation with uh, one of my good friends about Bitcoin, and he seemed to, uh, you know, there, there. Uh, he's a guy that you know I've already kind of explained Bitcoin and tried to get him into it, um, you know, talked, you know, talked it up a lot, but he came at me today with how crypt, crypto and Bitcoin is such a drain on the energy grid and how it's not a very good technology for the earth like it's destructive to the earth because it takes so much energy to mine bitcoin and uh to run the blockchains of all these different um uh assets here but uh you know i it's a tough thing to say i mean i as far as i know the energy grid Needs to be uh, equalized at all times. So there needs to be pretty much the same draw. Uh, equally, you know, during night or during day. And from what I can understand, the miners, they have an algorithm that, you know, basically sets it up so that it's training the most energy. Uh, when the grid has the most energy and when the grid doesn't have a lot of energy, it actually ramps down its production. And, uh, you know, the theory on that is, and I don't, I'm no engineer and electrical engineer here, but the theory on that is that these miners actually, by being able to ramp up and ramp down their consumption, they're actually helping the grid maintain a equilibrium and a constant load, I don't know if that's true. It sounds pretty good to me, but, uh, you know, that's a tough thing to explain to someone. I don't know if it's, uh, exactly true. I know there's obviously things that, you know, might not fit the bill there, but, uh, then there was another, uh, subject that, uh, I heard the other day on a podcast. I think it was tales, uh, yeah. Tales from the crypt. Uh, with Marty Bent. You should definitely subscribe to him, his podcast. Uh, but they were talking about Bitcoin meat and how what this guy's doing is setting up, uh, you know, share a share system through Bitcoin where you can pay your farmer to raise your cow you know, that you can, you know, say in, I don't I think he said it was a, the cows that they were sourcing were like a, almost like an organic, you know, a really good, uh, good for you type of cow to eat. So he said it takes a lot longer for those cows to grow compared to, you know, the, the traditional cow that you'd buy at the grocery store. But obviously it's far superior meat and, uh, you just got to have a little bit longer time frame, but all this transaction, all this, uh, um, all this, the system of payment is done through Bitcoin and it's an automatic, uh, system that perpetuates itself. You know, the, the, the banks are out of the deal. There's no banks in this deal. You know, it's just between the farmer and the person. And I think about the, possibilities there where you could source your own meat versus using a you know a mass um, you know mass farm you know like a gig- mega farm type thing where they're killing and doing all kinds of uh, environmental damage where if it was a local farmer you know the environmental damage is lessened significantly just because he wants his farm to be nice, where this corporate guy over here that's, you know, that they just don't care about the land that they're on, not as much. Um, You know, you cut out the middleman uh, with Bitcoin, so there's no bankers using, uh, you know, air conditioners and skyscrapers around the world. Uh, You know, I know the miners, the Bitcoin miners cost a lot, but you know just think about that getting rid of all the skyscrapers that are banking skyscrapers you don't not to mention just the fact of getting rid of the bankers and the skyscrapers which is a, i'm a fan of cuz i'm no fan of these manip- manip- manipulative bankers you know but i know that's the system we're dealing with but uh it's a difficult thing to talk to someone about bitcoin when they have a lot of this uh you know I don't know. FUD, you know, the fear, the doubt, the uncertainty. <laughs> fear, uncertainty, doubt. There you go, FUD. But uh I don't know. I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. I, I was struggling with it. You know, I wanted to be as nice as I could. You know, I want people to understand Bitcoin and the power of the blockchain, you know, DeFi, uh all these technologies. It's just amazing stuff, but you know, it's a paradigm that needs to shift in people and they just, it's a tough paradigm to shift on. I am I'm, I'm not saying it's an easy one. Uh, you know, be your own bank. That's a tough paradigm to even conceive for me age 46 where it's, you know, yeah, I know I can borrow from my 401k and that's, that's not a bad gig there. That's kind of like being your own bank. But, uh, you know, this could be, this Bitcoin could be a intergenerational wealth that maybe my kids can use my Bitcoin. I you mean, know, in the future to borrow against, you know, and then, you know, the Bitcoin, the, the market that I'm in Celsius, it gives me a, a 1% when I borrow my Bitcoin from them. It's my Bitcoin. But when I borrow it and need cash, I pay 1% interest back to them <laughs> you know meanwhile that money that's sitting there is getting six percent you know so anyway i just uh, i really like the idea of getting getting out of the hair of the banks and I, I guess i better move on here i've been talking about this probably a little bit too long
2: The boy, see what we can do. Gotta keep faith for the revenue. Take vans to the band. While you climbing up the range you might dodge coin. I believe in you. Invest in the boy, see what we can do.
1: Yeah, the Coinbase IPO launched uh this week. That was pretty cool. Man, I waited around refreshing my uh app for an hour or <laughs> two, maybe two hours, waiting for that thing to come online. I think it came on at maybe 10:30. Uh I think it started at a, uh, you know, th- three hundred or something, two fifty or whatever. Shot up to four hundred, and of course that was when I clicked purchase <laughs> when it was at four hundred, and then it went. At, it's down to three thirty right now. Uh, I n- I didn't even buy a full share; I just bought a little bit. But just to kind of say, I was part of the the beginning, but that didn't really work out as good as I was thinking. I thought for sure Bitcoin would shoot. You know, gain ten percent at least, right? Like a ten percent type type of jump from this this thing, and it really didn't jump at all. I didn't see any jump. You know, maybe two or three percent. It's an interesting observation that I've made, and obviously, three months is not the best uh, long term on this one. But I've watched Bitcoin become less and less volatile the higher it's went, I don't know if that makes sense, but when I was, when I got in, it had went from 45 to 35, which is a 10,000 point drop, right? I bought at 35. Now from this point on at 35, I have never seen it drop 10,000. Uh, it's just slowly went up and then slowly went down. Oh, I'm sure maybe this is just a little mini cycle here where it's not as volatile as it usually is going up and down, but it's a kind of interesting thing to me is, and I've noticed, to be honest with you, I've noticed the higher it gets, the less it'll go up and down. The You know, it's it almost seems like it correlates, but we shall see on that one. But the Coinbase IPO, I think is pretty cool. It's going to definitely wake up a lot of people to the opportunities and you know, as soon as you see those opportunities, as far as I'm concerned, I couldn't stop. I still can't stop telling people about it and talking about it. It's just a lot of cool, cool tech, cool opportunities, new, um, new ways to get passive income, which is always cool. Uh, all kinds of different texts that you can get into with, uh, crypto. You guys, um, I should do a show and just talk about the different texts that you know, like I've kind of identified because, you know, it's tough when you're looking at the stocks or, or looking at the coin names and reading the descriptions because you don't really know exactly what they're doing behind the scenes. But when you get, get into it, you can kind of start seeing what, you know, these little niches that they're in each of these. And, uh, there is, there's three or four that I've seen four different types of niches that can be in a, uh, in a crypto format and uh maybe i'll talk about those one of these days but i should probably make a note of that but uh, i'm excited about the coinbase ipo i hope lots of people uh get into it uh, dogecoin was just flying i don't think that's from coinbase though because you can't buy dogecoin and coinbase i think that must be from the robin hood app guys but uh All right, so I'm going to go to this next one here, guys. I have Bitcoin, and you should too. If you would have bought Bitcoin three months ago, you'd have tripled your money by now. You're so stupid for not buying it then. Every conversation I have, I'm telling people... That's uh, Awaken with JP. I love that guy on YouTube. Okay, so my last little point here point here topic is uh uh signing up to these uh bitcoin back credit cards and bitcoin back uh, debit cards Uh, i really like this technique um i don't know if it's really going to pay off in the end but at the same time i can always just cash in you know get my get cash out of this these bitcoin back options here but the first one I was going to talk about is uh, the cash app. Um, I will be leaving my links to all these if anybody wants to look and uh, sign up through my name or anything. But uh, I just really want people to do it themselves. You know, I don't want anything out of this. But the cash app, it's a pre prepaid, so you charge your phone. You know, you link your bank account to it. You charge your uh, preload this app with cash. And then when you're on the app, it'll have discounts and boosts, they're called. And I think once a week, you can get 10% back in Bitcoin on a restaurant purchase. And then once a week, you can get 15% back on a coffee store purchase. And uh, I think that's a great way to do it. You don't even know it you just preload that sucker and uh, go down and buy your food and you're getting, you know, five bucks in Bitcoin or whatever, you know, it's not much, but uh, you know, the way it goes guys is you could get that four bucks back in dollars or you could get that four bucks back in Bitcoin. Now in a year from now, I guarantee you that dollar, those $4 that you got back, are going to be $4, right? Everything else around you will be more expensive. (laughs) Everything around you won't cost $4 anymore. It'll cost $5. But anyway, you'll still have your your $4, right? Your $4. Now, if you were to get your $4 back in Bitcoin, yeah, it could be worth $2 maybe in the future, but more than likely, especially long-term, it's going to be worth twice as much as you got. So if you got $4, guess what? 10 years from now, you know, I don't see this going away. So I'm, I'm obviously uh, optimistic and uh, bullish on this, but 10 years from now, that $4, you guys think about how much that $4 will be possibly, right? Say Bitcoin goes to, and we're talking 10 years. So give it 10. I mean, think about 10 years. It's pretty incredible. Long ways away. 600,000, 400,000. I don't don't think these are gigantic numbers to think about, right? So you're, you're talking a 10 times jump, maybe, uh, let's just say five times jump. So in, in 10 years, it's going to be five times four. You're going to have $20 in Bitcoin instead of that $4 that wouldn't even have bought you $4 worth of stuff in 10 years. Anyway, I hope I hope that's understandable. I know I don't explain inflation and um, wealth wealth preservation very well, but that's uh, that's one way to look at it. So cash apps really cool. They have all kinds of other discounts you can use. Um, You can pay like Zelle to your buddies if you need to if you want to pay money back and forth. I think it's pretty cool. They do send you a little card, a black card that's got a chip, so you can actually just use it as a a regular chip card. Um, Pretty convenient that way. And then the next thing, I am participating in BlockFi. That's kind of like a lending service, I think specifically for... Uh, crypto tokens and Bitcoin where you can store your assets there and get interest and you're basically pooling those at- assets at their um, company at their website or whatever their servers you're gaining an interest rate but uh, they're also pooling and loaning that money out to people so it's a little bit of a risky situation, but uh, I got kind of sidetracked there on BlockFi <laughs> because that's their one of their functions of their business. But what I wanted to talk about is the, the BlockFi uh, credit card that they're supposed to offer here soon where it's just a, a regular credit card with a Visa logo on it, and you'll be able to get unlimited 1.5% back in Bitcoin on all purchases. So it should should be pretty cool. We'll see how that works. You know, it's one of those things you guys like like I said, I, I have a a couple credit cards that I'm trying to think of how much the most one I think they're two point five percent back uh something like that. Cash back. You know that two point five percent back sounds better than one point five percent you got to think about it long-term. This is, you know, think about this as a asset that is going to multiply over the years versus a asset, like the dollar, which is going to be worth less in years. It's just, it's just one of those things that you just got to really try to Going a coffee. You got to really try to wrap your mind around it. And I don't know it. Maybe I'm just harping on this, you guys, but I'm just such a firm believer in this. I really wish everybody would, uh, you know, start coming around to it. But anyway, those two two cool options that I've came up with so far. Uh, I'm waiting on my credit card from BlockFi. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting in line. And uh, I did order the crypto.com. I think it's uh, a charge, like a debit card type thing, too. You gotta put money into it first before you can use it but I haven't received it yet and I don't know if that's what that's all about because it's been three months or whatever since I ordered it but uh yeah let's go to uh I think that's it guys that's all I got I got a little bit of culture here at the end and then uh, we'll wrap up and say goodbye yeah I, have Bitcoin. Yeah, I got Bitcoin. Those are bulls. I'm a bull on Bitcoin. Okay. What can I say? Yeah. So the last thing I was going to talk about, uh, I think this sums up a lot of what I've been trying to explain. Hopefully this will be better, but this is from Kitco news. K I T C O news on uh, YouTube. They used to be like a big gold, uh, precious metals type, uh, news company but i noticed they push a lot of bitcoin now which i really like uh, this is he's talking to the owner of celsius that's the company i was referring to earlier that i got most of my assets stored at getting interest right now and man this guy he just puts it uh, very eloquently here
2: Let's talk about using Bitcoin as a form of payment for the Tesla vehicles. Uh, I have a few questions about this. First of all, did this come as a shock to you? Not at
0: all. Uh, Actually, I reached out to Tesla to partner with them to allow any Bitcoin holder to take a loan and pay for it, uh, to buy their Tesla with a loan from Celsius. So so we uh, we, we love the fact that they are also going to accept Bitcoin. And uh, um uh, there are again tens of thousands of storefronts on the internet that already accept Bitcoin using either Coinbase or some other solution. So that's not a surprise. I think the question is really is Tesla gonna keep the Bitcoin when they get paid in it, or are they
2: gonna sell it into Fiat? That is the question we need to ask. Well, first of all, why are they doing this? I mean what what why why do you need a second form of of currency, so to speak. I mean, I could pay with U.S. dollars, Chinese yuan if I'm in China, euro if I'm in Europe. Why, why do I need Bitcoin now to pay with uh, to, to pay for my cars?
0: You're right. I mean, look, the, there is no difference, and and uh, the the Tesla team is very good at branding. Okay. The crypto community is a very loyal community, and if you can convince the crypto community to choose Tesla as their car, I see that's uh, another ten, a few million people that are gonna buy Teslas. so I right. think they're
2: just very very good with branding okay so it's kind of a PR um, move what what okay what is a mechanism behind an actual purchase with a with with Bitcoin say I have Bitcoin in a wallet um, what what's next do I just call up Tesla and say can you can you can I transfer this from my wallet? how does that work it's never been done on on this kind of scale before
1: it's kind of right. a bummer, I, this. I don't think any of the cards it's not really what the yeah, part...
0: Look, we, we're seeing the avalanche of new retail and corporate... That's not the part the I was wanting to get to customer, here. Hopefully he'll
1: talk about it you here. You
0: know that the price is going higher. It's a supply-demand issue. The amount of Bitcoin being created is fixed. Yeah. Right? The, the okay,
1: he says right here.
0: 10%. 10 times since November. Okay? So 10 times as many companies are yeah. reaching out and saying, please open a corporate account I want to buy some Bitcoin. I want to deposit Bitcoin with you because I wanted to earn interest. So when you see that avalanche of demand, both from retail, from corporate, and institutional, you know that the price is going higher. It's a supply-demand issue. The amount of Bitcoin being created is fixed. Yeah. Right. The, the inflation of Bitcoin is three percent a year.
2: Alex, I don't think the, I don't think the Tesla fans are going to listen to you, though. I think they're still going to take their two Bitcoins and buy a Model S. What would you say to them?
0: We we can give them a 1% loan. They can we go. borrow money from us at 1% per year and use that money to buy Tesla. And within a year or two, the, the amount of Bitcoin they have left will pay for the Tesla that they already own.
2: All right, let's get right down to it. And then we'll move on to your price forecast. Should Elon Musk buy either gold ETFs or even more Bitcoin under his new investment policy? What's going to happen to the
1: market? Yeah, so the, the point he was trying to make, I don't know if it came across there. I was trying to... Tee it up for you there I'm letting him under you know kind of explain that But so you pay Let's just say The car is $50,000 And you pay $50,000 In Bitcoin uh, In Say Four years or whatever when you need To get a new car or sell Or whatever or just let's just Put it easy at, at, at four years Just whatever that car is going to be worth less than 50000 correct? We all know that. It's going to be worth, it's going to depreciate and be worth 10000 or whatever in four years, right? Maybe $20,000. let us say half, 20000 Now, that Bitcoin in four years is probably going to, I wouldn't really say it would double every year, you know, but over a four-year process, it's going to double in a four-year process, if not triple in a four-year process. But let's just say double. So now your Bitcoin that you bought that car with is worth would have been worth a hundred thousand. You you bought it for fifty. Now it's worth a hundred. So now you gave them the fifty thousand in Bitcoin and got a fifty thousand dollar car. And in four years now you have a twenty thousand dollar car, and they have a hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin. So you can kind of see how. That's what he's talking about. That's this. It's a it's a shift in your mindset. You have to make the shift to understand that. And maybe I'm just so into this and so so diehard into this that I can't see in any other way. But any ever since I've kind of looked at it that way, you guys, I just I literally cannot. It just is amazing to me that I'm 46 and just figuring that out. You know, can you imagine if Phil would have been you know, in my, you know, forties or, or in my thirties, you know, early forties, you know, I don't know if you can do this type of hedging against the dollar. You know, I guess you could have done it in silver and gold in the past. You know, I have a a lot of silver and gold or not gold, but a lot of silver. So I don't know if, you know, that doesn't seem like a very good hedge to me though, because I've had that for 10 years and it's worth the same Maybe that's the difference though, is it's worth the same as it was 10 years ago where the dollar, if I would have just put that money in savings, although I would have been able to buy silver for the same price 10 years later. So yeah, I don't, it doesn't seem like a very good store of wealth to me, precious metals or that's why I see Bitcoin as just being the, the ultimate uh, hedge, the ultimate offset for rising prices and inflation or whatever you want to call it. Uh, so that's about it, guys. I uh, I wanted to recap. Like I said, uh, Bitcoin at an all time high broke broke its record. Uh, Coinbase IPO, uh, Bitcoin back debit cards and credit cards. Uh, I wanted to leave on this. Uh, it took forty years for Microsoft and Apple to hit one trillion. In uh, market cap, global market cap. It took Google and, uh, Amazon 20 years to hit 1 trillion in global market cap. It has now taken Bitcoin 12 years to hit 1 trillion in global market cap. So chew on those apples there and, uh, thanks for listening everybody it's been level up this is the level up crypto show i do have a email if you guys want to contact me it's the level up crypto show at gmail.com i'll leave all the the links and stuff and uh like i said thanks for listening everybody have a good time have a good night i'll be back
0: Swiss power
2: cologne. Who knew you could bottle the scent
0: of boner?